On Second Shot, we tackle two new headlines every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And we want you to be a part of that. When you see a headline you want to take a second shot at, or if you're looking for advice, or just want to tell us what you think of the show, email us at secondshotcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on iTunes. This helps us move up in the ratings so more people will see us. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to the show so that the new episodes will get straight to you every single Friday. We love you. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Heath Oaks is a millennial mogul whose ignorance on fire led him to fail his way to success. Jenny Anchando is an Emmy award-winning journalist whose sharp eye and biting wit have led to her storied career in television. Together, they tackle today's headlines in a way only an odd couple with a dash of perfect opposite can. So kick back, relax, and join the conversation. This is Second Shot with your hosts, Heath and Jenny. Okay, for all of you massive Christmas people, you can finally put turn the oh Christmas songs Lord. on, put the tree up without getting massively judged by everybody. And yes, this is my beautiful voice, Heath. We're all back in the studio with Jenny, Zach, and Matt. What's up? That felt like a lot of shade throwing. Massive Christmas people. I'm sorry for celebrating Jesus's birthday. It's true. In a big way. It's the best time of the year. Oh, heaven oh forbid. This is the only year that I'm okay with it all coming out super early when we all know you got to be thankful first on Thanksgiving before Christmas starts. But this year, I'm on the bandwagon of wanting to get Christmas here so year 2020 is over as quickly as possible. So I'm on board. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We've, got our, we've got our Christmas tree up. I think this is the earliest we've ever had our Christmas oh, tree up. Oh, Scrooger McScroogerson wouldn't me. let me. It's not me. Uh, well, oh, I, I, I no, see you're talking about he. yourself. I was going to say, it's not me. My wife is normally like, puts it off. And then she wants to pull it all down before the holiday. But uh, we, we were able to get it all out. And I think it looks pretty good. We've been talking about it. We haven't actually put it up yet. But I think we're leaving... We're going out of town for the holiday, mm-hmm. um, which is, <laughs> we can talk about that in the, maybe in the third segment. Uh, we, we're thinking about putting up the Christmas tree before. We never do, but this year we were like, maybe we should just get it out, right? Like, maybe it's just get the season a little, a little bit sooner. There's nothing wrong with that, I don't think. No, there's nothing wrong with it. It does not. Ta- I don't understand how people think that it takes away from Thanksgiving to be festive and, like I said, celebrate Jesus' birthday. Heaven Put a turkey forbid. on that tree. Well, it's kind uh, of it's kind of like Black Friday has turned into like the Black Month because now it's like everybody it's like Black yeah. Friday went away oh. because sales are like sorry getting people earlier are and earlier sales. every year. Sure. It's like look, <laughs> let's zone in and be thankful on Thanksgiving, and then let's well, move to the next one. You'll be glad to know there is no tree up at our house. And there won't be until well, after be Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's a yeah. it's a new house. You have you, you have your spot picked out for the tree. Like you, we're gonna stick it up and we'll see where it goes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're just gonna see. We got a nine foot one, and then we oh. I think it's actually gonna be too like it's gonna look small. Our our ceilings, you guys are like yeah. Well, you guys saw them, right? Cavernous. They're very. There's like barely a ceiling. I don't you, even. You need I like can't a twelve see. foot or something. Yeah. 14, maybe? So we might Is have that, to move. You the, need like the Rockefeller Center tree. Yeah. Yeah. You need the big one. Yeah. Y'all yes. need to calm down and stop giving <laughs> ideas. <laughs> oh my gosh, Zach and Matt, let's celebrate yeah. Yeah. for Christmas. Yeah. This is good stuff. Because I know who the one's going to have to be up on a ladder trying to decorate Oh, it. my gosh. Mm. It's such a hard life he leads. Are you guys, are you guys uh, before we get on the headline, are you guys hosting this year? Or are you having There's people just over? No, going to somewhere else? No I hosting. Mean, I know. Cooking yeah. some food, going to eat it and hang out and hey, watch some football. Yeah. 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 It's, um, but I mean, but that's fun, too. You know, I haven't gotten to actually 
cook a full Thanksgiving dinner since we got married or haven't, I don't know if it's haven't gotten to or haven't had to. Yeah. <laughs> it depends yeah. on how you look at it, but I am excited to, you know, I did it the whole like thing top to bottom a few times, like in my single days for, um, not for family, but for friends, just, you know, you guys know in media, like we always work every yeah, holiday. I would do the big Friendsgiving. Usually I, I did I cooked the turkey a couple times. It wasn't great, but I think my sides are really good. So, um, so that part's fun. That'll make up for it big time. Yes. It's all about what's on the plate, right? It's not yeah. just, there's no one meal. There's no one section of the plate that's better than the, all the rest. It's, I, it's the, the amalgamation. I do think if, if there's a silver lining to this whole thing is like it has it has released you from any social contract you might have had in the years past to have totally. a bunch of people over. Not that, I mean, family notwithstanding. Like I, I would, I'm not seeing my family for Thanksgiving, but um uh, it's it is nice to not have to be expected to go to like big five you know, houses right like potluck yeah. dinners and all, all these parties totally. and things like that or have a bunch of people over that has been nice to just be like oh we're not going out this year and have nobody really question you whether or not you should do that a hermits love it yeah. hermits yeah. Just, yeah. you know love it <laughs> i'm missing the stuff but i know like i know that next year uh, i hope we're going to be back in the swing of things and we'll be back to all the all the festive. I'm things. just looking forward to all of the football that you can have, and kind of speaking of football, kind of lines up with our first little headline, doesn't it? They are playing football this year, right? Yes, oh, yeah. our first headline <laughs> Zach, you're so cute. on the show. Uh, the headline is being the butt fumble guy. Lions assistant coach relishes his place in NFL Thanksgiving history. Now, this is a football story, so Heath, I might need your help here. All right. So here's the story. All right. In 2012, the Lions were playing the Patriots, right? Good so the, far. The lines, are, lines are playing the Jets. Lines are playing the Jets. Oh my gosh. No, I mean the All Patriots right. are playing the Jets. The Patriots are playing the Jets. Okay. Good uh, lord. Right. <laughs> That's the Keep listening, everybody. 2012, the Patriots are playing the Jets, Talk right? It's, it's the bottom of the ninth. The game's getting hot. And, yeah. and they, uh, apparently, on, on, on a certain touchdown, on a, on a run, man, this really is off the rails. Uh, what's his name? Matthew Gregory. Steve Gregory. What so Mark done? Sanchez was the QB for the Jets, and he ran into his lineman and fumbled the ball, and Gregory picked it up and scored a touchdown. And yes. it is hilarious to watch the butt fumble. I mean, Mark Sanchez, is, it's like an epic, just like like what it, – it's just bad. He runs into his lineman, fumbles the ball, and, and it was just – and Gregory picked it up, ran a touchdown. Gregory's now the Lions coach, mm-hmm. um, and um, he always gets talked about, and they talk to him and go – Oh, you scored on the butt fumble. You're the now butt the fumble butt guy. fumble is infamous. Right. Because oh. he ran his head ran into his so line. So he's the butt fumble guy. But no, he like, scored the touchdown off of the butt off fumble. Off the butt fumble. Who's the butt fumble guy? Mark Sanchez is the quarterback who, oh. who did. But like they always talk about you scored your touchdown on the butt fumble and it's like, "Haha, you're known as your one touchdown was from the butt fumble." Oh, oh, I lo- okay. I'm yeah. understanding more. I hadn't understand so yeah. it. And Me I have too. A, yeah, his no, one I'm, touchdown was yeah. from the butt fumble and at the end of it, he talks about how he relishes the role of that and that him and his family play reenactment in on Thanksgiving. <laughs> redo it every year. Yeah, because he's the Lions coach. They play on Thanksgiving. So like on Thanksgiving and they like redo it every year as a family and he like owns it instead of being like, oh, my one touchdown. I, I'm known butt fumble, all this, you know, being the whole poor pitiful me. Yeah. He like owns it. Sure. I think that is very cool. That would, and now I have an obvious immediate yeah. second shot and second take on that because if you guys have just started listening to the show, by the way, you've probably been hearing a bunch of sit downs and haven't been hearing the OGs, the originals, Matt, Zach, and Heath. Um, but this is sort of the concept of the show is we take an article and then we, you know, try to pull out a second shot. And I guess when I hear that, um, I would be more inclined to be the person who's like, well, it doesn't count. I'm 
butt fumble scoring guy yeah. or whatever. But I think that what a special attitude to turn whatever unique thing that you have or whatever unique success or even just like a comical thing and turn it into your thing mm -hmm. and your identity and the thing that makes you special and unique. I really, um, I think most people are inclined to not do that, yep. but this makes him stand out. Well, and, and, and I, you, you hear and see all these all the time when these people that will talk about success and things, they'll talk about luck or they'll talk about whatever. And, and, and what a lot of people that know about success stuff will say, you know, look, the ball will bounce all of our ways at times. And it's just how we look at it and how we take that approach. And I think that in this story and in this light, um, a lot of people out there that act like the balls never bounce their way. These oh. these things that have happened to them are negatives to them. Mm -hmm. They're not positives the way this dude's making it. And that's what I hope everybody understands. There's things that has happened to you that you don't think are lucky for you, but they could be if you looked at it a different way. Yeah. I, I've been reading uh, Matthew McConaughey's new book, Green Lights. And I'm going to tell you all, absolutely phenomenal. Mm. It truly is phenomenal. And um, it's kind of a memoir, but he, but he has – but Matthew McConaughey is very – um, good with words and very um, an inspirational type guy. Yeah, it's called Green Lights, um, and he had some screwed up stuff happen to him. It's crazy stuff. I didn't really? know his yeah. back, his upbringing yeah. and stuff. Or? It's very odd um, in a lot of ways. But it's called Green Lights because what he talks about in life, we have green lights, you have yellow lights, and red lights, right? Yeah. At times, you know, we think that the red, you know, the the red lights though don't last forever, and sometimes, and most, and all the time, they lead to a green light. It's just how you yeah. look at it. Something happened to you, and it. And sometimes we get need a yellow light. We got to slow down. We got to yeah. take a back seat and, and go get clear, you know, to get the green lights. But you have to see the green lights and see them as a green light. And so I thought about this story. When I saw the story, because reading the book, it hit me like, see, this dude saw this as a green light where a lot of people will see red lights when others see green lights. But the people who see that red light think that everybody else is lucky and not them. Mm. When the same circumstances have happened, it's just the difference of how they look at it. I like that. Well, and then also the people who see the red light is only a red light and then just pull off the side of the road. Yeah. Like they just end their trip there. Yeah. And instead yeah. of thinking, oh my gosh, it's awesome I landed on a red because it's about to turn green next. Yes. It's not even Correct. yellow. Like the next step is going to be green. Oh, that's, that's really interesting. I love that whole idea about the book with that because mm -hmm. it is like every time, you know, I'm probably one of my biggest downfalls I know of is that. I see a yellow light. I hit the gas. Right. Okay. And sometimes. I would never have guessed. <laughs> <laughs> he soaks us. Sometimes that yellow light, I should probably stop to just sit in it for a little bit because mm -hmm. I try to rush through things versus enjoying it as much. And I know better than this, mm -hmm. but yet I still do it, you know, and I, and I wish it wasn't. But I think that um, I would hope that everybody could maybe see some of those um things that they think everybody else is lucky and that they're getting the green lights that you could too, but you just don't choose to see it that way. Or yeah. don't even wait for it to happen. Absolutely. Yeah. Like you, you just, you kind of quit, like you cut off the gas yeah. and you turn around and you try to find a different route. Well, I want to run on your yellow light analogy for a second because I go the other way, right? I always stop. Yeah. Always stop yellow lights. Hit the brakes, skid halfway into the intersection, like turn the lights stuff on. everywhere. Yeah, like your, your wife is like, what happened in the yeah. car? Like it's a whole thing, right? Uh, it, it goes both ways. Like you can't always stop either. But
But there's moderation, so there's times you should hit the gas. You gotta take right? stock, yeah, and you gotta have awareness, and you gotta have perception of where you're at and what's happening around you, and understand, hey, this is the best decision for me in the moment. Be ready for those snap decisions, because they're coming. Yeah. And that's what's important. And I think what's important to know as well is that where you are on that and go, maybe I should stop more, maybe I should hit the gas more. Because I don't think the answer is stop all the time or rush through it. I think the answer is make sure you're not too hard one way or the other. Like sometimes you need to stop smell the roses. Sometimes you need to push through it. That's right. You know, and I think that if we would do that a little bit more, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I told you my, my little my little one, um, my little analogy there, but I think that that's beautiful. I can't wait for our next article. You've got, but um, you gotta oh, go, you gotta go check out the book. I can't believe God. you ain't listening. Well, oh, so on the group, group text this morning, um, he was on Rich Roll's podcast and one of the, somebody on the group text sent this out, was sent out and I saw it was Matthew McConaughey and I was like, oh, Heath was listening to that last night and I realized you weren't listening to the Rich Roll podcast, you were listening to the actual book. book. Mm itself yes um but i guess he's out there he's been out there promoting it in fact he did an interview with shannon murray one of my friends who yeah. works at fox and so he's been like making the rounds maybe we need to just like get him on second shot yeah, hold there on. Six, six degrees of podcast separation. Let's do it. like seriously i promise you that even if any of you think oh, okay matthew McConaughey, yeah he's pretty cool but like i, I don't care trust me <laughs> you like really it's really good yeah. He's led a very interesting life. Like, like he, he's, he, it's fascinating. It really yeah. is. Like, there's a lot. I mean, and people don't. I mean, he's not the reason he is as big as he is. I mean, he's truly. He's not just like an actor. He's I mean, the real he's, deal. He's like a. There's a lot to him, and, and I mean, I, I can tell you that the analogy of green lights, I think, will probably stick with me forever now because of it. Wow. Um, and and the way that he talks about how so many don't see them as green lights, and he talks about how. You're sitting in those spots like this guy could see this as a red light, but he sees it as a green. I believe so many of you are sitting out there right now. And I think that y'all think everybody else is hitting the lucky street. Um, but yet there's things that have happened to you that you just choose to not see that as the lucky street. And, and, and I know there are times of bad things that you can't choose, but I promise you there's a lot more times that those lights are green and you're seeing them as a different color than what you ultimately think there is. We'll be back in a minute for the second segment of Second Shot. Psst. Hey, it's Zach. I'm in my apartment recording this audio so Matt can sneak it into the show before Jenny and Heath hear it. I know they always do the sponsor reads, but guys, I had to get in here so I could tell you about Energy Ogre. They've been a longtime supporter of the show, and this summer, Christine and I finally signed up to see if they're really as good as Heath and Jenny say, and guys, Energy Ogre is totally legit. It's crazy. Check this out. You sign up for Energy Ogre for just $10 a month. You send them your most recent power bill, and the team at Energy Ogre will run the numbers to find out how you can save more money on your bill by switching to a different provider. Then, they'll switch you over to that provider for you, and you'll immediately start saving money that you would have been spending on whatever company was ripping you off in the first place. Christine and I switched over this summer, and I've been kicking myself for not signing up earlier ever since. We saved so much off our power bill that we paid for Energy Ogre's service fee, and now we got a little extra scratch for date night. If you live in Texas, if you're in a house or an apartment, whatever, go to energyogre.com right now and put in the promo code SECONDSHOT and you can get your first month totally free. Support Energy Ogre, support Second Shot, and support your savings by switching to Energy Ogre. All right, so my wife is like, I'm trying to come in hot here, and yeah. my wife is like poking me and like trying to tell me. I'm like, hey, I'm trying to come into a I podcast. Thought, what are you doing? I thought you were resetting the timer, and it didn't reset. So I was like, how are you going to know where we are in time? How about you know that, that uh, who, who's who's worrying about it? 
Me, obviously. <laughs> Got that I am. Clock. I am the clock timer. I have it in front of me. Yes, I'm watching. Yes, you are. It. Yes, you are. And that threw it. me up. Now not oh, coming in oh hot is ruined. Come in hot. You already. You come in everywhere hot with that new haircut. You guys. His. He just got a new haircut. Heath is yeah. looking like Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah. Um, or my brother. Or his brother. He <laughs> sure. used to be told he looks like celebrities all the time, and now people <laughs> tell him he looks like his everybody, brother. Everybody. Nothing wrong. Post, with that. Any post on any picture on Facebook, like. Everybody that knows us is like, oh my God, I had to take a second look. I thought that was your brother. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you got the nice mid 90s mid part going on. Yeah. I like it. I think it looks so good. I'm just yeah. like, and I'm wearing like 2020 neon. style, just grow it out. I think it looks really good. You've gotten a lot of compliments on it, to be honest. You with chopped you. yours off and I'm growing mine. I now. know. I, I kind of immediately regretted Why? it. I don't I know. I think it's hot. You do? Yeah. Okay. Well, you kind of have to say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Zach, you're growing your hair out, too. I am. Uh, you know, a little bit out of... You know, I always kind of wanted to grow it out longer, and, and I've been doing this beard thing, and I thought, why yeah. not, right? I'll try it. And get it's the whole at package. This, it's at this zone where, like, it's doing this curl thing, because yeah. my hair curls, and I, I cannot stand this. This is where it's like, I got to cut it off. Like, it's too much. you want to put it in a barrette? Kind of, yeah. I want I want to, I want to, I don't know what I want to do yet. I just want to keep it going for a while. I like it. Can you I'm get a little gonna, bun back there yet? I'm going to see yeah. my parents this weekend. My mom is going to have a meltdown. Like, really? oh my God, your hair is way too long. <laughs> yeah, big time. Really? Oh, no, she's not going to be into this at all. Like, oh, no. no. Oh, but you're um, married now. And you know, grown, yeah, and I got so. some. Yeah, you, know, yeah, you do what you want now. Yeah. I'm not ashamed yeah. of a minute. I got some products. All right, yeah. I got some tricks in, yeah. in my in my uh, bathroom drawer. <laughs> in like things are happening. There ain't no shame yeah. in it. No, not at all. <laughs> I feel good about it. I'm not mm -hmm. self conscious at all. Our second headline: um, <laughs> brand new luggage comes with a pre damaged look. Jenny sent this over. I can't wait to talk about this. Mm -hmm. Buying brand new things comes with an additional price. Worrying about them getting scratched in or maybe even stolen. But an Italian company called Crash Baggage is making polycarbonate luggage with cosmetic damage molded into the shell. This is from their website. Our suitcases are already dented, worn looking, and crashed. With Crash Baggage, it. we want to overturn the very concept of luggage through our travel philosophy, Handle Without Care, which exalts the freedom of movement and action wherever and whenever possible without any worries. Luggage that's new but looks old. Where are we at on this? Well, I mean, it yeah. doesn't take long for it to get there. If anybody's watched people handle your your baggage in an airport, it's going to get dented quickly. Peeking oh out the gosh. airplane yeah. windows, watch them just huck it onto the, the yeah. conveyor belt. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh, my gosh. Well, when I heard this one, the reason I wanted to kind of talk about it is just like the metaphor that it brings out for, um, you know, when you put forward this sort of like undamaged exterior where like you're perfect your life's perfect everything's perfect i'm good i'm not damaged and um, people i think have to hand handle you in such a precious way mm -hmm. it's very hard to make connections it's very hard for people to actually get to know you it's like it's like the hard shell luggage you know like the heart that hard shell luggage that actually oh, yeah. doesn't get damaged right. and it just like wheels around being like all hard <laughs> yeah you know when we when we do that when we portray this like sort of perfect exterior nobody else really wants to get in and have a relationship and relationships can be damaging right like you can once you're close with somebody you have the ability to damage them when you're coming across as a perfect person perfect family perfect being nobody wants to touch you like you won't even have the ability to get into a friendship relationship yeah. business partnership because nobody wants to damage you because you're so precious um and i think that I, I think that the, the greatest gift is to learn how to like show some of that damage, like sh show up as your actual damaged self. Um, you know, maybe not on a first date, but like as yeah, you yeah. get to know people or as you start to get to know colleagues and friends and, 
to, to reveal some of those vulnerabilities because that's how we find actual, um, like true friendship and true connection. And this sort of topic has been on my mind a lot during this, this time, um, of friendships where like the people who you were, find out who really is. Right? Yeah. The people who were just sort of your precious friends that only liked you as a perfect package. Like you don't hear from them. I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't, you know, but the people who like know my damage, you know how, oh, this part might be hard for Jenny or gosh, I wonder how she's doing with Brighton or I reach out to them, you know, because they've been vulnerable with, with me. Gosh, I know that this was really hard for you as a single mom and, you know, these different things. Th that's how we're able to, to maintain those connections. So I just kind of thought like, I am not going to buy the damaged luggage, <laughs> but as the metaphor for life, I, I think that it's beautiful to show up and be proud of like, this is my brand new self, but I also have these holes and places that need to be filled. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I, I'm, I'm in a similar boat, I think. I, I look at a story like this, I think of like Abercrombie and Fitch blue jeans, right? Mm -hmm. Like intentionally worn, intentionally damaged, sold at a premium, um, <laughs> yep. which is fine. I'm sure this Italian company is selling this luggage uh, at, at budget cost. But um, I, I, I think the thing is when you have dents, when you have dings and you've got scratches and wear and tear, all of this stuff comes from a place, right? And you can get it from the factory, but you can also get it from a thing that happened to you, an experience, a story, like a, a, a problem you overcame. I think that stuff has value, and I think that stuff has weight. The reason people who are so perfect seem so perfect is because they don't have any of what seem like those problems. They just seem so effacing in, in the face of, of whatever's going on in the world and the problems the rest of us have. And that's intimidating, right? It's hard to go up and talk to somebody like that, but when you see somebody who's got ripped up blue jeans and is wearing a goo goofy hat with a hole in the middle of it or something, you think, okay, I could probably ask that guy at mm -hmm. the time. They seem like a worldly individual because yeah. they have experiences and they seem to have those problems. Not everybody doesn't, right? Everybody's got problems. Everybody's got their own experiences. But I think there's definitely value in being able to present as a person who's not ashamed of that. Well, right? it's real yeah. genius because the truth of the matter is there's not a single drop of luggage without damage. Hmm. There's not a single human that doesn't have damage. Yeah. There are some people that try to act like it. Here's the, he, the, the, here's the most... Um, Sad thing in the world to me. Mm. You spend $5,000 on a piece of luggage that you actually never pack up and take anywhere because you're scared of get, getting dented up. Ooh. That right there to me is what I caught, if I'm being honest, myself doing recently. Okay. Moving into this house, I caught myself trying to run around behind a three-year-old to don't put a crayon on a wall or do any of this because this new house, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. And after a little bit of it, I got really sad at myself. Because what the hell did I, we work this hard to do this, to have this, if I'm worried about a house that I almost want it to look like you don't live in. Right. That's not it. Mm -hmm. No. You know, I want to grab my stuff being on the counter. I'm like, no, we, and, and Jenny said this, and she didn't mean it in any, but a, a, just kind of a normal little way, but it just really meant a lot to me was uh, when I was talking about the stuff on the counter, and she said, well, we live in the house. Yeah. And I went, ah. I am being that person. I am being the person that yeah. spent five grand on the luggage and I'm not taking it anywhere because <laughs> yeah. I'm scared of it looking like it's being used. And what are we all? We mm -hmm. are all used. We've all got dents. We've all got dings. And how sad of a life would I have if I would spend every day running around behind a three-year-old worrying about playing mm -hmm. in the house we work our asses off for to have, right? Yeah. Or your wife yeah. for cooking in the kitchen. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. how sad would that be if I didn't realize that yeah. it quick enough? Because I'm going to tell you, we going to live in this house. Mm -hmm. Now, when we get done, it may need to get repainted up and done all that. But you know what? We're going to live the heck out of it. I'm going to pull her around in her, um, her uh, little 
tube of thing and scratch the floors up all I want. You know why? Because we bought it and paid for it. So we're going to live in it. That was uh, me being honest about how I was looking at it and that it hit me. And I hope that if you're sitting around and you've done things and you've got that luggage up because you're worried about showing it to the world and getting dinged up when the truth of the matter is we're already there and dinged up, then I hope that this can hit you in a way that you realize, man, I got to stop this and live in the moment and deal with it and not worry about down the line when we sell it or you do any of this. No, you're dinged up. We're dinged up. We're already dinged up by the beat up luggage because you already got it. And let's just live it and let's have fun in that moment versus trying to look for down the line. Yeah, I I, I have a slightly different angle, I think, on the, on this story. And I was good. walking through um, North Park the other day. And there's a Ooh, new, uh, there's a new store. I know I'm, I'm so well, fancy. <laughs> Tell us more about what you bought at Gucci. <laughs> Only the, yeah. I promise you, I didn't buy anything. I walked by, and uh, I, I don't think they were going to let me in. Um, <laughs> they had guards posted at every door. But there was a store that uh, that just opened up, and my wife knew about it, and I never heard of it. I can't. I really can't remember the name. But basically, in there, they're selling these shoes that look like Converse All Stars. But they're all like, they've got mud on them, they've got paint on them, they're scratched up and things like that. And they're selling them for like, I don't even know, hundreds and hundreds of dollars. And I always look at that and recoil a little bit because I'm like, that's stupid. You know, because I think I have a pair of Converse All-Stars and they look like that, but they look like that (laughs) because I've worn them. Like I've worn them to Scarborough Fair and I've gotten mud all over them. Or I've I've worn them out in my yard and they have grass stains on them. And I think about the same thing with that luggage, and I think you can't fake experience, right? Like, you can, but I I think you end up looking a little foolish when you could have, with those shoes or with that luggage, you buy a cheaper thing, and you go out, and you live in it, and you get the wear and tear, but it's your own. You know, it's it's unique, completely unique to you, and you have a story to go along with it. If If I were to get one of those bags, and there are scratches all over it, I'd say, well, they, it all like it all happened at the same time, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But if I if I get one of those bags and I'm like, oh, this is where you know I got this scratch when I went to the Bahamas, or I got this, yeah, or you know this True. wheel broke when I was going through the airport in Denver or something like that. Like I have a life experience. Or these shoes, I got this scratch on these shoes whenever I was you know running through the woods or whatever like that. So I, um, you know, I, I while I can appreciate that. Um, you, you want things to look like they have wear and tear. I, I think there's value in doing that on your own and, um, and you, know, you know, kind of making it completely unique to yourself, right? Well, it's kind of like what you, mm-hmm. what you were saying too, Jenny, on the whole um, of not letting it out there. It's like it's if we, if we sit back and we don't live in the house, you're right, we don't take that luggage out, then, then you don't have that story and you don't have those things that it's can be empty. like – like, uh, yeah, that, you know, Brighton's 10 years old. Yeah, Brighton, that crayon over there that we still never got off when you were three and you thought Princess so-and-so yeah. was going to come. You know what I mean? Like, those mean, that's what makes a home, right? Yes. That's what makes That wine I spilled on our new white rug. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good thing. That yeah. was fun. Yeah, yeah, that makes it all. And um, mm. I think especially in this season that we're at that we need to remember to live in it more, right? Let, let's live in it more. Let's, if you got that, you know, expensive luggage that you don't take out because you don't want to scratch it up or, or you're in you know that new furniture and you're, you're worried about everybody getting something on it like it's all meant to live in we're meant to own it we're and we're all dinged up we're all scratched up don't be scared to show the world that because if you continue to try and hide and conceal it it's going to come out and you're just going to be sitting there trying to live for what's coming next versus what is the moment that you currently have and mm. i think We miss a lot in life if we do that. We'll be back in a minute on the third segment of Second Shot. 
Ignorance on Fire, a journey of failing your way to success. It is time for you to finally go get my book. You can get it in a hard copy. You can get it through reading it on your iPad or your Kindle. And you can also get it with this beautiful redneck voice of mine in audiobook style at audible.com or anything like that. So amazon.com, you can download the Kindle or paper and you can get it on the audiobook style. You've been hearing us talk about it forever and you've been trying to sit there and tell your friends, I'm going to get it one day. Today is the day. Go get it. And it will change your life. Get after it today. Ignorance on Fire, a journey of failing your way to success, written by none other than myself. Thank you, love you, and go pick it up today. Stop. Go. Now. I'm going to start the third segment off with a good old classic Heath shaming. Mm, that's what because it's not working. Black it's a, Friday. It's not working. It's obviously not working at all because... It's been a while, folks. Yeah, yeah. We got a lot of people listening. Just go leave a review. If you're listening to it right now, just give me a little bit of something for Thanksgiving, please. <laughs> That's all he wants for Christmas is a rating and review. Tell yes. us tell us how thankful you are for me. Yes. All right? Yeah. Matt is yeah. great. Uh, I am thankful three, for Matt. Two, yes. Yeah. One. <laughs> go. Now. Run. Do it. <laughs> if you guys don't know how to do it, I'm going to say that they haven't done it because they haven't been able to figure it out. Not because they're not smart, but because I do think that how to find a rating is actually a little bit complicated. So if you're on your phone, on your app, you click on the episode, you scroll all the way down to where you see the other ratings and reviews, and then you click on the things so that you can write one. You mm-hmm. don't just leave a star. I mean, you can leave a star, yeah. but like write us something. We want to see also, your words. Yes, you can we also email pros. us secondshotcast at gmail.com. It is it is too complicated, hundred percent. But it's it worth doing because once you learn how to do it for one show, you can go do it for all the podcasts you listen to, and you should. Like it helps every podcast you listen to yes. in ways you don't even know. If you listen yep. to a podcast, go leave them a rating and review quick. Everybody appreciate it. It's it's, it's cool to do. It yeah. helps pop it up to where other people can see it and find the show. So if you find value in it, it would be helpful to everybody else as well. Yeah, if you have fun with us, then let your friends have fun with us, right? Yeah, absolutely. So and we, the Second Shot Podcast uh, Facebook group, you can go find us as well. You're yes, welcome to join. I am starting a new like little series where I got a bunch of quotes from uh, everybody who listens to the show yeah. as as our quotes that we're putting out on our social media, like everyone's favorite quotes. Because I kind of have my favorites, and I find that I recycle those, and those aren't always what other people find as a source of inspiration. So the idea behind the group is that it's um, really positive and um, hopefully inspirational, and we can just kind of all uh, share commonalities in there. Um, Zach, you have been upping your freelance game. Yes. In the pandemic. Well, hey, hold on, it's not freelancing anymore. I've filed for an LLC. That's right. Yeah. We we, we told him to do this now. five. This businessman <laughs> at our table. Legitimate operation. No, you're right. I totally misspoke no, when no, I no. said freelance. Yeah, no. It's, totally. It's, I mean, it's kind of freelancing. But like legit, right? But like now it's, it's a lot it of feels pod, like it. Lot of the state of Texas knows it's real, yeah. so we're good. Yeah. Video so creation. what do you think yeah. is the single biggest factor in you starting to get more clients, get more busy, starting to... Uh, burn the candle at both ends, which I think is sometimes what it takes in order to yeah. have a successful business. Um, so I, 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 word of mouth, right, is a big part of it because my social game is not strong. You know that. It's fine. I know you can give me a hard time about it, but you have it, and I'm thankful for you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Um, no, it's word of mouth, and I like to think it's it's kind of the core of, of what I've always tried to do, which is be super honest with people and work really hard. Mm-hmm. Um Imagine that. Yeah. Like I, I just, I never want to skimp. And if that means I got to stay up till four in the morning to get this thing just the way I want it to look like it's worth it. And, and I think people are willing to tell other people they know about me because of it. Like, Oh wow, this kid actually puts out really good content and Mm -hmm. like it works and it, it, it's flexible. And I've managed to bring some freelancers that I know along the way and kind of collaborate with them on other projects. So I think just working with a lot of people and just like not, 
working really hard because yeah. <laughs> is what seems to work for yeah. me anyway. Like that's what I've been doing, and I seem to be having a little bit more success. So hopefully, it keeps up through the holiday and into next year, and we can keep growing this. Thing. If anybody wants your services, where can they go to find out more about it? Uh, ReachCreativeMedia.com. Reach Creative is the name of my company, uh, and you can find me at Zach at ReachCreativeMedia.com. I got a Facebook page. I don't spend enough time on. Um, so that's definitely a, a New Year's resolution. Whenever we get around to those, yeah. start talking <laughs> we'll about those hold everybody month. to yeah. those. Yeah. We'll probably be talking about them in about a month. We need to hold me to it. That's for sure. (laughs) Yeah. But thanks for asking about it. Oh, that's awesome. Matt, is the uh, new podcast uh, going on, the the crime series? Uh, It's going very well. Yeah. Very happy with the numbers that we see going in. And I'm just very happy that it's finally out there. I mean, um, I've been working on this thing for... Uh, about a year now wow. since we first started talking about it with uh, with uh, host Robert. Um, and yeah, yeah, it's it's going really great. We're about to wrap up season one. I think uh, episode 11 just dropped and we've got 15 in, in this first, so a few more. So by mid-December, we'll have uh, the whole story out there. Um, and uh, I'm really, really proud of it. I, I, I think it's a great addition to the... Um, that podcast space and that that true crime space, I think it's unique in, in its own way. And uh, yeah, really cool. Check it out. True Crime Reporter. First season is called Free to Kill. We're working on second season now about uh, uh, daring prison escapes and uh, what it took to get folks back behind bars if they needed to be. Very cool. I can tell you, too, that just with the whole thinking of Thanksgiving and everything as well, like... I'm so thankful we sold we sold our other house. We had yeah, we oh, that had, happened. Yeah, we sold it. Oh man, it. I didn't know that. Congrats. We, mm-hmm. we had it happened finally. We, oh, way to go. We had commercial property we owned in the beginning of the pandemic that bar and everything was in, so they obviously all closed up. So we've been having empty real estate basically all year. That got leased out to people starting up again. We got that house sold. We're, we're in ours with it all, and we we've got. It just seems like such a load going off toward the end of. 2020 so it's been an extra big one but just thankful of all those things rolling along i i agree yeah there's we've had we've had some hard times it's been fun to to air my damaged luggage yeah (laughs) we have had some really hard times during this pandemic and that i know that we're not unique in that i know so many people have been through some some rough times and you know it just it creates internal tension it creates familial tension it creates financial tension all all those different things um on top of the pandemic so i know that many of you have dealt with that as well in addition to just sicknesses and all those different things so i agree i feel like we're turning a corner I hope. Can see the know. light. Yeah, Ooh. I can see the light. Like, it's just, yeah, we can buy furniture now for the house. Yeah. We can, yeah. You know nice. what I mean? We can just, yeah, just kind of, like, breathe a little bit of a sigh of relief, which is so nice. Um, I'm thankful for our extra family time, too. I don't know. I think Heat's kind of, like, over it. But, um, <laughs> no, I'm not. But, um, no, no. no. I just think it's been, it's been fun. I, I'm rather, I'd rather stay around the house anyways. To be home and... Just like create our own traditions. And mm-hmm. I feel like even within the pandemic, we've created these little rituals and mm-hmm. just really simple, fun rituals like going on family walks and going to like we go to Fernando's, this Fernando's every Friday night. And, you know, I get a skinny margarita. I get two of them. Spicy, skinny. Highly recommend. Um, and two, like, will knock you on the ground, okay. by the way. Good stuff, huh? Maybe there get you three if you're really brave. But it was just like those fun little family traditions, watching church on TV, you know, watching church going to church in person is is optimal for yeah. for me but watching it on tv even is just like a fun little relaxing that, you know, tradition 10 years ago might not have got that yeah exactly sure 
<laughs> well, maybe for you, Keith lived in the country 10 yeah, years ago. Yeah, Everybody true. else had the internet 10 years ago. Keith yeah, yeah. did not. Just yeah. it over the radio. But yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm just, I'm thankful for that. And I think I'll do a post on our, um, I'll do a post on our social channels and ask our audience, you know, what are they thankful for too? Because I think we just, it's important to say those out loud. And I know that most people would do that at a big family Thanksgiving dinner. And probably most of you are not having one of those huge family Thanksgiving dinners. So we'll do it sort of virtually with all of you. Well, yeah. I hope everybody enjoyed this episode we're going to keep trying to do at least once a month yes the whole gang back together um mixed in with the sit downs and and all of that good stuff it's uh, uh been a fun unique time um doing that and I, I think it's really great to get together once a month at least and try to keep putting yeah. our og yes. our ogs mm -hmm. out in yes. the yeah. so, are here. Um, and we are very thankful for you all all the listeners and the strong listeners that have stayed listening um you know we're what three plus years or oh my so gosh. in? It's crazy. Uh, um, we're coming up on four. Actually, I was what? just looking at. I was looking at the date, and it's in February. February right? Yeah. Will be the four-year anniversary. So we That's need to insane. That is crazy. Yeah. Four years. How how long do most podcasts last? Honestly? Not that long. Not, Not that, that long. Like, I can Matt tell you that. Zach, no. you guys produce them for a living. Like. How long do you think you've been uh, from day one? The very yeah, first one. Uh, well, Matt too, right? No, uh, no, I came in somewhere oh, around the that in what, the twenty. Yeah, maybe twenty. I mean, that's Something basically like that. from yeah. the beginning. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you're right. Too. Like, do oh, most wow. last? Like what? Like six months or something? Uh, most don't last four episodes. Yeah, yeah. much really? less four years. Saying, most so, don't yeah. make it past what is it? Episode seven? I think, I think it's usually yeah, it's somewhere below ten. Yeah, most don't make it past ten. Yeah, yeah, overwhelming majority. So we're here, still thriving, <laughs> even though you're not leaving reviews. You can't stop us, which we need. But we do know you're listening. Can't stop, won't stop. We see, we see the. We know you're listening because we see the numbers. Where can they find you? Oh my gosh. Well, I hope that you guys get a chance to listen to some of those second shot sit downs. If you haven't gotten a chance, we're going super, super deep with some really interesting characters. So you can find me here. You can find me in the second shot group and on Instagram.com slash second shot podcast. Give us a follow and I notify you every week of when the new sit downs come out. And if you have somebody who needs to like that, they've got a second shot that needs to be told, then just shoot us an email, secondshotcast at gmail.com. At Apple Zackintosh on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, movie theaters are going bankrupt, but movies are still coming out. And if you want to know what they're about, Offscript Film Reviews, the name of my podcast, comes out every single Tuesday, except this Tuesday, because you know the holiday. But we're watching movies. We're going and seeing stuff where we can and watch them on Netflix otherwise. Check it out. Uh, you can find me, Matt Stoker one that's the numeral one, on Instagram. You can see posts about my dogs. You can see posts about all the landscaping work. I'll add <laughs> landscaping to my resume now, even though it nearly killed me. Um, and uh, all that. And, of course, like I said earlier, True Crime Reporter. Go check that out. Give it a uh, uh, subscribe to it. Give it a rating and, and review. Let us know what you think about it. And uh, get, hear an amazing, amazing story about uh, justice in the state of Texas. At Heath Oaks, at Ignorance on Fire. Um, Instagram is really probably the best way to go follow me and I'll chat with you uh, on there as well. Um, we're very thankful for you. This has been many years, and I know many of you have listened from day one, and we're super appreciative, grateful, thankful, the whole nine yards. Leave us a rating review. Love you. See you next time. <laughs>